The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. Let's go! Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Neil, NASCAR Neil today. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast brought to you by Belly Up Sports. I'm your host, Chet, and like I just mentioned, we got Wade and Jacob. Tyler's out there working in New Orleans, and we got NASCAR Neil on for his first episode of this NASCAR's Soon to be start of the season. How are y'all doing today, boys? Doing good. Very good. Glad to have NASCAR Neil with us uh, pre Daytona. So, yeah, the rumor is that NASCAR Neil's out there for Daytona. We'll see. We'll see if he makes it. So, will he but... risk his job to <laughs> hop over to Daytona for the day and work remote from the track? <laughs> hey, that's if, if that's the case, we got to put that on TikTok. Sports <laughs> at Daytona remote. So. <laughs> Jacob, Wait, speaking that, of uh, Neil, can be that that guy with the Ravens fan, you know? Uh, oh yeah, with working, the green screen, with the green, <laughs> walking around with the green screen. Uh, yeah. You're talking about the guy that got like famous on off TikTok when he's like driving the boat and he's got this green screen behind him and he's like, "What? What was that? Can't hear you!" And he falls off the water skis. Or I would have to assume water. that's staged. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely is. Oh, don't try that one, Neil. Have you seen him now? He walks around with like a security entourage and he puts like butt implants into his jeans and, <laughs> and he acts like people are staring at him. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely staged. But Neil, first episode of the season. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited. Good, good. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll uh, we'll hop into the NASCAR talk in a little bit, but the first thing I want to kick off in our non-sports related uh, topic is the Chinese spy balloon that was <laughs> shot down yesterday over Wade's home state of South Carolina. Always got to be South Carolina, man. Like, come on, why? So <laughs> we had forty states to hit it, and you let it go all the way to the East Coast. Yeah, over Conway. It cracked me up because it was shot down by like a fighter jet. Like it, you definitely could have like used different resources. Maybe, I mean, you probably didn't want to shoot it. Uh, you know, bullets go up, but they must come down. It was way too high for that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I don't. Did he? Did he? Sh- how did they pop it? Did he shoot it with a? It was a missile. It was a missile. Oh my gosh, for a balloon. Just, I mean, I mean, I mean, think about it, you know, it was like thirty-six kilometers up there. You know, how was you yeah. practically going to do it That's in true. a safe manner? Yeah, there's just back and forth. Just put a giant dart attached to it. Just, <laughs> That's let somebody on a Delta flight shoot it with a 30 ox six from. <laughs> no, I think they should have had somebody in a, in an airplane like give all the passengers blow darts <laughs> as they fly by it. Have them somehow roll down the windows and just shoot out the side of yes, the plane. Yes, yes. Everybody has the windows. You just roll them down. It was quite large though. It was like the size of a blimp. So I mean, it it needed some force. Did it, did it just like fall down? Like, did it? Yeah. Yes. Well, they wanted to take it over in the ocean so that it couldn't just potentially case, yeah. explode on people. Yeah. That. Yeah. You, you got to be careful with those. With those. But weather, Montana has like weather balloons. Five hundred thousand people in their entire state, so they could have taken it over Yellowstone and probably been all right. Yeah. I mean, it also crossed the entire like like plains. All those states are full of empty farmland. So like, yeah, I get Kansas same. a little action, you know? I don't oh yeah. All of y'all to it and say that they should have taken it down when it entered Alaska. Yeah, I mean, good point as well. Good point just as well. kind of like why? 
Well, there's blame from both sides that it was Trump's fault or it's Biden's fault. If it's Trump's fault, I'm surprised it's been floating over the U.S. for a year and a half at this point. <laughs> so I don't understand that argument, but I don't know. It's, uh, you know, something to talk about on the news. Fox, CNN, NBC, all, all of them, they, they, they got to get their daily uh, <laughs> daily politics talk. So, I kept um, seeing videos of, like, uh, people, like, replacing, I guess, the, the, uh, whatever was attached it, they were replacing that with uh chinese takeout <laughs> basically saying that it's like man i've been waiting a long time on my chinese takeout it's 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 been a long time I saw and i've seen a, a collection of good sports memes where it's like you know they clip a baseball player hitting a moonshot and then it like <laughs> takes down the balloon and yes it was um like I, was a, uh, I saw one of the name? texas guy with the uh, the Astros. My name's drawn a blank. Jordan Jordy. Alvarez. Yeah, Alvarez. <laughs> I'm hitting a moonshot and the thing popping. It's all in with Jorge Soler in the World yeah. Series with the Braves. <laughs> yeah. So it's just an, another day in America. I saw one meme that was like, "I am weather balloon. No harm. Do not shoot." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's not suspicious." Um, but it is officially Pro Bowls wrapped up. It's officially Super Bowl week. You could call it pre-Super Bowl Sunday. We're ready. We've got Chiefs and Eagles. And we're hosting a live watch party. Neil and Wade won't be there because we'll be returning from the bachelor party. But I'll get back. Tyler will be on. Futch will hop on once he gets home from Home Depot. And we're going to have a live watch party on our YouTube, 5.30 p.m. Central Time, right when the kick, uh, Super Bowl kicks off, similar to the National Championship watch party. Um, hopefully we get a better game. We'll be throwing some live bet out there. Tyler will be throwing units down left and right. Maybe we'll win some money like Wade and I did. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but head on over to our YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button, the ding, and a little notification. Sports Scramble Podcast on YouTube. We're going to be posting it on Twitter, you know, making sure the word's spread out. It actually, guys, it was put up in the Belly Up Media newsletter. I just got the email. We're front and center. Sports right. Scramble Live watch party. So. Make sure y'all tune in next Sunday. Uh, be interaction interacting with the comments. If we had merch, we'd give it away, but we don't. Eventually, we'll get some. We've been teasing it for a while. So, but I mentioned the bachelor party. I got my golf clubs right here. New little backdrop I got going on. Getting them ready for the for the intense match that we're gonna be hosting for Wade's bachelor party. Wade, we'll have a, tell the people what we're doing. Up for some coverage. Hey. Hey, I will say I'm going tomorrow to hit some to the driving range to hit some balls. So I'm there. We go. Not terrible. Come come Friday, you know. Hey, I'm just hey. gonna let him rip. Hey, Wait, so like you want to tell mean, the people? But you're golf regularly though. I don't ever golf. Like uh, I had I, had I would one not call it last regularly. March. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we'd call it regularly, but uh, I think yeah, I might I mean, be the only one that golfs regularly on Friday. I mean, I golf, that is gonna hose us. <laughs> I mean, I had a lesson last March. That's the last time I really golf golf. So let's be honest. We are going to have a draft probably on Thursday Thursday night night on this bachelorship of mine. And we are going to have a variety of golf competitions such as don't lose the magical ball or you get pegged in your balls. I'm just kidding. You have to chug (laughs) it. Maybe some pirate golf where the winner of the hole gets to take the other person's driver for the next hole. I don't know. We'll work in some games, but uh, we'll we'll make a fox out there. Yeah, because only there's eight of us, and I think only four of us play have played golf. So we'll, we'll make it fun for the whole crew. We'll, we'll have it. Right, It'll be time. like the Pro Bowl. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's a skills exactly. competition. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, is, the, the golf pro did tell us it's a C-rated course, so I yeah, think we didn't have free range. <laughs> I called him to make the tee time. And I was like, hey, man, uh, I don't want to say we we're a bachelor party because you never know what you're going to gonna get uh, mm-hmm. They hang up on you. Uh, like when I rented the Airbnb, I said we were going for a men's retreat, not a bachelor <laughs> party. <laughs> so, Bring your Bibles. Yeah, we're going for a men's retreat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I called him and I was like, hey, man, me and some of my buddies were coming in from out of town. Saw your golf course. Looks like it was in good shape. Wanted to see if we could get two tee times back to back. He goes, I'll be honest with you, man. You're coming in from out of town. This is not the place you want to play. I was like, excuse me? Way to hype up your business there. He's like, like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not in shape. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'll be, I'll be like, I'm, I want to be honest and upfront with people before they pay money to play here. Which it's only like 30 bucks on a Friday morning. Like, you can't beat that. Um, he goes, You know, we just got new ownership. We're working on redoing the course. Uh, you know, it's playable. It's not, you know, there's much playable. nicer courses around here. <laughs> and I was like, Well, that sounds perfect because we're a bachelor party. Half the guys don't know how to play golf. We're just out there to have a good time. And he goes, Oh, well, then, yeah, come on out, man. <laughs> how many tea times you do? You're ready. You're set. No problem. Oh. This is the perfect place for you. And I was like, Sweet. Hey, because the I other worked. course was like booked to the five minute tea time throughout yeah. the day, and we're like, oh crap. <laughs> I was like, do y'all have anything Friday morning? Say 11. He goes, dude, we're wide open Friday. I was like, I don't know if I should be concerned or if I should be happy. <laughs> They're but- wide open every day that ends in Y. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. They have steak nights, Friday nights in their clubhouse. So maybe if we don't okay. feel like going somewhere, we go back to the golf course. <laughs> That's right. It was like 20 bucks for a beer and a 12 ounce ribeye. I was like, and two sides. Ooh. Like man, twelve ounce and a twelve ouncer. Yeah, that's, I was like, like that's, that's not yeah. a bad bad gig there. So. Oh, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm sure we'll we'll have some some content for the for the TikTok for the for the sports or the half sports scramble bachelor trip, um, and then we'll get together again for the match sometime in in spring. We'll catch an LSU baseball game and play another round of golf. We'll get Wade and I will get our revenge on Tyler and Jacob. <laughs> Hey, hey, maybe we'll go back to LSU's course and uh, play in the, old, in the glory days. Didn't look oh. too bad uh, a couple weeks ago when I was at the range. I could see some of the front greens, and they actually looked pretty good. Uh, so maybe maybe so. Hey, all and before we get into the Super Bowl talk, all this golf talk, we got we to gotta go ahead and bring it to you by Piper Golf. Um, I've got some Piper Golf balls for Wade this couple right. weeks. So we got some in. He'll he'll give him a shot. Of, they of will not course. be used in our our golf. We'll let you hit. We'll let you hit one. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're feeling good, we'll let you hit them so you don't lose them. But <laughs> if you head on over to Piper Golf and you use code Sports Scramble ten, you get ten percent off your uh, order for tour quality balls at a not tour quality price. Head on over to Piper golf use code sports scramble 10 for 10 percent off i see neil typing he's heading over to piper.golf to get him some golf ball so he's ready for the match so let's jump into it super bowl preview we got the chiefs versus the eagles tyler since he's not on the show he let me know he's picking the eagles to win i want to know jacob who are you picking to to win this super what super bowl is it like 57 four i think 54 is, is that what i don't i don't even know i don't know i lost track i thought it was 58 um, 58. All right. Uh, I don't Jacob, know. While you break it down, I'll look at what it is. Yeah. Um, for me, difference uh, in this game is um, well, there ain't too much of a difference. Uh, both the teams are really similar. It, it's tough. They both have quarterbacks that are uh, 
elite quarterbacks in the league at this point, both young teams to look out for in the future. I think Philly has the edge in the running game um, and defensively. So I, that's a big, big, uh, bold 72-point font thing for me is Philly's defense and uh, their run game because they ran all over San Fran. And, of course, you know, the 49ers are supposed to have a pretty elite defense. I know given the circumstances, we can't talk too much about that game. Um, But I just think that there comes a time when defense is going to win you a title. Uh, And for Philly, I think this is the opportunity. They've only lost one game this year with Jalen Hurts as a starting quarterback, and I don't think this is going to be their second loss. Uh, I think they'll be ready for it. As far as Kansas City goes, I just – I don't think they have the depth that they need, especially when they were dipping into guys that hadn't played most of the year halfway through that Cincinnati game, the guys just that don't haven't had enough time on the field. Um, I think that's the difference for me. So I, do you want my prediction? Like, yeah, let's see. Haven't your given final score prediction. So, uh, I'll take Philly to win. I'm gonna go 34-21. I think they Ooh, win. a blowout. Okay. Uh, it is well, it is Super Bowl Fifty Seven. I was right. Threw that number out there and got it right. Uh, but I googled uh, yeah. what Super Bowl uh, yeah. is this year. It gave it to me in Roman numerals. I was like, that's why I'm googling what Super Bowl <laughs> it is. Yes, that uh, was close. In their audience, and then close. The, Neil said fifty eight. Then the common see? question after that was, what Roman? What can I uh, decipher Roman numerals like that? <laughs> That's the like most asked question. I don't know. They're getting up there. <laughs> so, did y'all see that tweet? Uh, that's kind of made light the past couple of days after it said the NFL was scripted. Um, the, oh, the guy scripted? he tweeted it like ten years ago, and he's gotten every Super Bowl pick right. Yeah, um, crazy. that's insane. Which it might have been. I'm starting to think maybe it was uh, Photoshop. Um, and the guy put like the date on there, but he, I think he picked the Eagles to fly. Well, I'll look for it. Neil, I want to hear yeah, your he take. Did. Who you got? Who you got? Uh, I got Eagles this year. You know, I haven't really been sold on Kansas City much all this second half of the season. Yes, you know, you know, I have to give him credit. You know, for making Super Bowl, that's that's a big enough feat on its own. But I just think the Eagles have been solid all year. Their main issues the last couple of years has been their secondary being healthy. They're finally all back healthy. They're playing really good defense on that end. And then Jalen Hurts is just playing like he did in college. Lights out, you know, making plays when he needs to. He has a, he has a few weapons around him, but not too many crazy, crazy. I mean, it hurts me to say this. Him, him having A.J. Brown is huge. That hmm. means me that we traded him to the Eagles. You know, but still, it's working out for them to finally have a good wide receiver he knows he can count on. You know, but, yeah. So, I'm trying to – so Super Bowl odds, uh, Philadelphia is the favorite. They are – let's see. I think it's a two-and-a-half. Yeah. I saw one-and-a-half yesterday on Thursday, I think, so. I'm trying to find the – man, Google is just not working today. That's because you're in the middle of nowhere. I mean – it's like not getting me what I want. I want to see the – yeah, one-and-a-half today on FanDuel. Yeah. Eagles are one-and-a-half point favorites. Wait, let me hear your prediction. Who you got? 
All right. Well, I'm glad y'all had me go third because I was kind of on defense and I was going to pick someone based off show production and uh, y'all let me let it fall right in my lap. I'm going to go with the Chiefs because I just think it'd be asinine to go 3-0 and Eagles <laughs> over Chiefs. I mean, are we really going to discount Patrick Mahomes two weeks in a row? I don't know. Yes. I just feel like I feel like he doesn't need all the weapons. I just think that his talent alone uh, could be enough to get this done. Uh, Philadelphia, if they can shut down Travis Kelsey, that will go a long way. Uh, I feel like that's stating the obvious, but Philadelphia is primed to do that because they also heavily use their tight end, Dallas Goddard. So they understand that. So, um, you know, if they, if they can rattle Mahomes, I think Jacob's on the right track. It could be a double-digit defeat. But I just think this game is going to be close most of the game. And if it comes down to a one-possession game, you need one drive uh, to, to pull ahead. I just like Mahomes in that situation. And, and most Super Bowls are close. So uh, give me the MVP, Patrick Mahomes, in this one. I'm going to take them 31-27, to 27, uh, Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going with you, Wade. I'm going Chiefs uh, to give it a little bit of difference in the show. We got <laughs> – Three Eagles and two Chiefs now. But it's it's exactly what you said. I think this one's going to be close. Um, and if I got to pick between Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes on the final drive to win a Super Bowl, I'm going with the guy that's been there before. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Um, no matter if he's hurt, if his team's hurt, he's going to make it happen. Matchup I'm interested to see, though, is Travis Kelsey and possibly C.J. Gardner-Johnson on him. Because, mm. I mean, the Saints used to put them on all the top tight ends. So I don't know what the Eagles have been doing this year. I haven't paid too, too close attention, but I feel like that has the potential to be an insane, like, just battle all day. So we'll see. I have a feeling Kelsey will probably get the best of them. No. I also want to add this, though. I'm partially having to go for the Eagles. My brother-in-law is born and raised in, is born in Philly, and he's a diehard fan. So he kind of gave me some influence saying that, you know, for the sake of family, I need to be going for the Eagles to keep them happy at the same time, you know. Be the he's hater. There. No, but no, no. Last time, last time I tried to go against him, LSU got murdered. So I can't do that again. There's no, they, we don't have bias on the show. What are you talking about, Neil? We we are unbiased media opinions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely not biased. It's not in our intro that we're SEC biased. Which shoot, if we were all SEC biased, we'd be big. Oh, well, I guess I don't know if we could pick Jalen Hurts. I don't know if we can claim him. He you might can. be a be a Big Twelve guy. He was seasoned um, at Alabama, but he was yeah. uh, putting. He was baked at uh, old. Uh, and then he, and then he got destroyed by the SEC in so, his playoff, in his bowl game. So you know, you're talking about Jalen Hurts. You know, I saw today. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's old news or new news or whatever it is, but you know, I saw today that I guess in an interview with Nick Saban, Saban actually suggested Oklahoma to Jalen Hurts um, off the bat, and basically. Stopped like before from, he transferred? Yes. So he oh. stopped him from transferring to Miami and Maryland, which I thought was interesting that Miami and Maryland would be two options for Jalen Hurts Maryland at that time. It just felt kind of weird. I guess um, I understand the Miami take because Miami – Sure, I think that uh, Mike Loxie was the coach yeah, at Maryland. Mike Loxley was oh, – okay. yeah. That was his – I think that was towards the beginning of his start – in Maryland after he had left Alabama, but um, I, I thought it was strange that 
Saban suggested him to go to Oklahoma. I guess it was probably based on the success uh, that Baker Lincoln Mayfield Riley. had yeah. with with you know Lincoln Riley and uh, Lincoln Riley being kind of a quarterback coach at that point. Um, so I thought it was very interesting that Saban suggested Oklahoma to him when it wasn't even on Jalen Hurts's radar, which I think is I I don't want to give too much props to Nick Saban, but <laughs> it, if you know. If I had to, I, I I would just because uh it means a lot for a guy to go outside of your program to suggest you to another top program that ultimately competed against you for national championships. Yeah. Um, you know, another little interesting tidbit on Transfer Portal, uh Stetson Bennett was almost nothing because Justin Fields was on that team and he decided to transfer. So I yeah. imagine Fields would have been the guy running the offense if That's he didn't crazy, transfer. crazy, isn't it? It was almost yeah. a raging Cajun. Uh, he almost came to University of Louisiana, Lafayette, but he Justin Fields left before spring ball started, and Georgia didn't have any scholarship quarterbacks coming in uh, for spring ball. And so Kirby Smart was literally like, hey, I have an extra scholarship. Will you please come and just be our second spring uh, QB? So we can have a spring game and then you'll be the backup and you took it. So oh I will say though on the top of Bama, the did y'all see how Bama hired their new DC today with Kevin yeah, Steele? They, they on his on his third stint under Saban. It's kind and of probably his like fifth SEC school. Yeah. And he really wasn't bad at Auburn. I mean, the fact that he was the DC during the 2019 season where they held LSU to the fewest points, you know, to the fewest yeah. points all year. Like that that he's a very talented coach. But but him to go back to Bama for the third time, or not? I think it's, I think it's the second time with Bama, but the third time with back Saban. To Saban, yeah. That's, He's been at A and M, LSU, Alabama, Auburn, and I think maybe one more. So yeah. yeah Can we speak to the fact that like Bill O'Brien went back to New England after leaving Alabama, went back to New England to be with Belichick. And it all seems like it sets up for a nice grand homecoming, like where it's, you know, I don't want to say Jimmy G is going to come back to New England, but it's, you know, there's like now a 10% chance that it actually happens because Bill O'Brien came back. And it seems like, hey, let's get the old crew back together. And it's a Uh, win-win, right? Because Mac Jones also played under him in college. So Mac Jones. You could have, I guess, for that one year. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. For one year. It but just, yeah, it's there's weird. a lot of free agency going on. I mean, we talk about uh, I mean, those are our Super Bowl picks. We got yeah. two guys for the Chiefs, three for the Eagles. Tyler, yeah. if you're listening, put the graphic up this week. Um, he's definitely well, listening. Oh, well, he's not listening right now. We're not live. Oh, so I have one more comment on that though. Did y'all see how there's now a petition to have to have uh, the Kelsey mother? Yes, coin toss. Like, I'm to me, like, let's do it. Let, no, I think let's have some awesome. fun. I think Come it'd be on. awesome. Let's have this some is fun why with I it. Think the NFL is scripted. This is why I think the NFL is scripted is because of things like this. Okay, it's, it, it's that's <laughs> no. I'm saying that's like the two Kelsey if, brothers. If, if, it was, if it was scripted, sudden, then Buffalo would have, would have won the Super Bowl because how yeah. much they wanted Demar Hamlin. Let's be honest. That's the storyline that would 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 prove it's scripted. I think or is that too obvious? Making it too obvious. <laughs> like that's, They've that's already purchased like, all the t-shirts. Here's what's going to happen. Back, late season and th- didn't happen. <laughs> in three years, when the Bills win the Super Bowl, DeMar Hamlin's going to have the game-sealing interception, Tracy Porter style for the Saints. With three seconds left. Exactly. Uh-huh. 
So Bro, that then it's really scripted. The Kelsey brothers have the number one trending podcast in in America. I mean, this is good, though, long let's be before this is it long is before podcast. this. Now, Not as good as ours, but no. it's it just seems like it was all there. But it, it's just kind of weird. I, I don't and, know. And and I bet you, too um, Jason Kelsey's wife gives birth at the Super Bowl because she's bringing her OBGYN as her guest. <laughs> wow, she'll, she's thirty eight yeah. weeks pregnant. So oh my gosh! I bet you she gives birth there at the Super Bowl, and if Jason gets- Kelsey has to choose between staying in the game or going to see his his third child uh, at the hospital. Oh, it's, it's a game. It's a game ceiling drive. He's going to leave to go see the, the wife give birth, and Jalen Hurts is going to get sacked. They're going to fumble the ball, and the Chiefs are going to pick it up and run it in for a touchdown. Oh, I was thinking more of like along the lines where they just put Jason Kelsey in the backfield on a one-yard run and just hand it off to him, and then freaking chaos happens and all of a sudden everybody's everybody's everything, everything happens at once. Kelsey did a center sneak, which is definitely illegal, but he snapped it to Hurts. And then Hertz like didn't get a good grip on it, so Kelsey just continued to run with the ball, and nobody called it. When did that happen in the game? Like, what happens? Like, really, what's the rule if he snaps the ball, but he only you snaps can't... it like two inches, and then like picks it back up after he snaps I mean, it? If he's it's behind the, the line of scrimmage. It was definitely illegal because he never let go of the ball. Oh, okay. oh I'm saying no, if he does let go of the ball and like he kind of sets it on the ground, like. Like what if what if he snaps it to Hertz and Hertz grabs it and then hands it back to him and he just barrels forward for you? Uh, no, 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 no. He snaps it. Kelsey busts through the line and then just a quick you know shovel pass to the center. Uh, they're ineligible to catch. Yeah, that's true. They're you can run. The lineman. Hey, pre no pre snap they they make him eligible. Oh well, yeah, but well, I you, think I don't think you can line up on the line eligible. If, if they announce the center is now eligible, everybody in their mama knows that the ball is going to the I'm having the nose guard the- just wipe him out at the ankles. <laughs> Bro, what, was that game? Crap out of him. what was that game where they kept announcing? Ezekiel like, Elliott style. <laughs> what, there, was a game, there was a game earlier this year where they were announcing like every play. Yeah. It was like, this guy is eligible. This guy's oh, eligible. Have you been to a Saints game? Time? Yeah, it was the Saints game. Uh, because that was Cowboys too. Yeah, the offensive lineman was lining up his tight end every play, and they had to announce it every time. Yeah, that's the Saints and Cowboys special. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got our Super Bowl picks in. We'll have the live watch party starting when the Super Bowl starts. So if you're listening, make sure you come tune in to our YouTube channel. Hang out with us in the comments. Interact with us. um, Drop us a subscribe. We try and get those subscriptions built up over there. yeah, we'll have a good time. We had a fun time for the national championship. People were telling us it was more entertaining than the actual national championship. So we strive to do it again for you for the Super Bowl. Um, other NFL news, Sean Payton traded to the Denver Broncos. I think the Saints got absolutely fleeced. Uh, they should have asked for more, but, you know, everybody has their own opinion. So Saints now have a first-round pick, boys. Do we think they're going after a quarterback? They fleeced yes. themselves. Yes. I mean, they're gonna try, yeah, but I don't know who's gonna be there at twenty nine. I think they should trade up, trade back, and build up for next year. Okay, Wade wants to build. I th- I think they should just take somebody and then tank and draft Caleb Williams next year, as Tyler also feels. <laughs> of course, Tyler feels that way. 
That is, sit that, Alvin that, that does not surprise me one bit. But Tyler's going to mope and whine about the Saints season all year long next year, even though he <laughs> oh, yeah. just said like, hey, that's, it's going to be one of those. But There are definitely two or three top – like, this is a re- – you, you could probably trade your first-round pick and Michael Thomas to somebody in the top ten. I mean, I mean Kamara, too. I'd keep Kamara. I'd, Michael Thomas. Yeah, trade go. him away. I think I Michael think that Thomas they is more valuable to you. Give up that pick, and if they truly are one of the five worst teams in the league next year, there are going to be like four QBs that should go one through four in the draft. So if you commit to that, it should work. But well, Jaden Daniels, Fudge, uh, Michael Thomas, I think is more expendable than Kamara because you've got Chris Olave. I mean, you've got your number one wide receiver right there, Kamara. Who do you else do you have at running back? Here's the problem. Running backs, I think, are easier to go get, and I think that's proven, especially sure. in the draft. Like, how many good running backs have we seen come out and automatically like become year. RB1? Like, in the Jets' defense, uh, I know Le'Veon Bell exactly wasn't the Jaguars. cream of the crop, yeah. but they had Brees Hall, you know, their number one guy, who I picked for rookie of the year before he, you know, tore his ACL and everything else in his leg. Yeah, but, you look at Najee Harris, Brees yeah, Hall. Yeah, I mean, Najee Harris, Brees uh, Hall. All, um, Travis Etienne. It's a very deep running back class this year, too. Yeah, so and it's, it's just it, it just seems easier to go get one. So if you're going to do something, I think you make a move at running back. I feel that Michael Thomas is kind of somebody that they've nursed to get to the point now where they can use him. And it, if you wasted that much time trying to get him back to this point, there's no way you can turn around and trade him. The Saints have made terrible decisions. This is just another one. I just think it's stupid that they – it just seems dumb in the first place with the whole contract with Sean Payton was a mistake to begin with. I think they screwed themselves three years ago, and it's just now coming back to, to bite them in the ass. And and this is a prime example. It, it He's getting paid by both teams, Yeah, I mean, which is beyond me. And the Saints have He's worked nothing. it out to where he's got a chance to win a Super Bowl yeah, now. I the mean, Saints he... the Saints arguably have nothing. I mean, they basically got nothing for Sean giving Sean Payton away, and they're still paying. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thinking you got screwed, and then you got screwed again. So all they can do is go and find a decent running back and I think hopefully you're... get a a third or fourth round quarterback. In yeah, your vote. top priority. I feel like you got to find a quarterback for this year. Sandy Dalton, Jameis Winston are. But you're not going to get them in the first or second round. That's that's my thing. The Saints. There's no way they're going to be able to pull a trick the trigger there because there's nobody available at that point for where their pick is. Do you think Derek Carr could revitalize his career in New Orleans? Mm, if the Saints want to go all in for one more year, while the Buccaneers are seemingly rebuilding the Falcons and the Panthers are still kind of at their level. I think you do a move like that, or you go get Garoppolo, someone that can come in and play right away um, and maybe take a flyer on a guy like Hendon Hooker in the fourth round or something. I think that would be a good moderate move, but I I still think if you could either have a quarterback that slides all the way down to number 29, or you could trade out, for someone who wants to come get that quarterback who slides down to 29, that's what I would do. And that would make that trade for Sean Payton even more bountiful. I mean, I might not have read the whole terms, but I don't think they necessarily got screwed. I mean, I just think trading a 
first round pick and a second round pick for a coach, I think the Broncos gave up a lot. I mean, well, we we traded them our the coach and our second round pick. So like they they're or our third round pick, one of them. Basically, like yeah, all I don't we like got throwing in the third rounder. Pick. Yeah, that it's just. The way that Mickey Loomis was talking mad game, like, oh, we expect two first-round picks and blah, 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 for him to go out and stay. What's like your last, you know, 29th pick in the first round or 28th? But he's a 60-year-old coach who took a year off and honestly the offense think looked like a, shit for two years. But the thing about it is, is he's still a top 10. He's still a yeah. top 10 head coach, and, and that's that's the thing about it. And Russell it, Wilson it, was a top 10 quarterback a year ago. Things change. Like, I just feel like I I don't think the value is there as people think it was. I think I people... I agree with you. Like I agree with you, Wade. That I think the Saints probably need to go after somebody like Hendon Hooker, and it's going to take draft day moves in order to make that happen. Just I, and that's their only hope. And I think if you're going to do that, you might as well just start him right off the bat. New season, start a rookie healthy. quarterback if he's healthy, or somebody else if they're you know at rookie quarterback. Start him and just let it go and just let him develop. And if you end up Max Duggan, you know, baby, yeah. If Let's you just go. end up only winning five games or six games, then that's what it is, and you've got a decent pick next year, and just start building back. I mean, so many so they, teams have done that. So they have picks in every round except for six. They have two round, uh, fifth round picks. So you could definitely. I mean, I have a feeling Hendon Hooker. You know, obviously he's going to slide due to his ACL injury, and I think you take a chance on him. Unless you get someone like Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, Unless you could you do sit. both, I feel like. If, if a guy him, that. Yeah, let them sit behind the starter for a year. And... Yeah, like those guys are, they're young I enough mean, that if they took off, they could start for five or six years still. But they're, or hell, break the bank for Geno Smith. And those guys all have uh, some serviceable. I years. think Geno's done. Uh, I mean, no, Geno's, Geno's going to sign another contract with the Seahawks. I mean, they're, he's already said they're on good terms, I think. And I think that's a done deal. I think they're just talking money at this point. It's just, I mean, someone's going to bar Jackson. I mean, I, would be I mean, so I want to add this though. What you, what you said with it, you're saying like, you know, you know, uh, just gets my late. If you're going to do that, though, there's no really need to go out and trade for somebody else because just have him sit behind you know, Andy Dalton, he's not a bad quarterback by any stretch mention. He is not good, but he isn't a bad guy to sit behind and learn from, you know. Yeah, I guess if you I mean, are going to take a quarterback this year, there's no no need to trade for one or sign a big free agent. Well, I, yeah. I think a Carapolo or someone would be a low-risk investment. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, but the real question, though, is who's going to Tampa now? a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's going to Tampa? That's the real question at this point because – They got their uh, guy. What's his no, face from no. Florida? Kyle no. Derrick. Derek Cargo. Let's go. <laughs> I think, see, yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see that. You know, I'm curious to get into that market to see how they're taking that in the coming weeks whenever I I uh, end, up, end up getting down that way. I'm hoping to hear some local takes on that whole thing. You know, hopefully we'll I'm get, there. We'll get some inside scoops from NASCAR Neil down there in Tampa. I mean, right. I, I'm just hoping I'm there close enough to the retirement. They're still talking about it, you know, at that point. So My yeah, only you, thought with it all is that, if they go and try to get somebody like Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo, how much money do the Saints have? And if that happens, they're going to have to give somebody away. Oh, if yeah. I, I don't think Camara or Michael Thomas or something. Yeah. There has to be somebody big included in the trade in order for them to well, have Jimmy a, shot a free, agent. At free agent. But they're going to want so much money. 
that it, you can't sign him for you know a pack of crackers. I mean, it, no, Jimmy G can't be asked for that much money because he's coming off injuries like this. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is this is like third injury in the last like last like five years. He can't be the asked only for too much money. The problem is, Neil, it's, it's a free country. You can ask for ever money, money, no, much money you want. No, it's not dumb though. I mean, but you can ask for that money, but you know, but you but you know that you're never gonna get it. I mean, I could, I mean, I could walk out the street and ask and ask my neighbor for two million dollars, and it doesn't mean he's gonna give it to me. There's you know, a thought. Here's it depends on how right how much you convince him, Neil. Since the <laughs> Eagles and the Saints are so intertwined, considering. Um, What's that Gardner Minshew? Bring him here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's, hey, hey. he's young. I'd I mean, take him in a heartbeat. He would fit in great in New Orleans. <laughs> yes, he would. I'm not saying he's the face of the future, but he could probably be a cheaper veteran. Yeah. Can um, you call is, him a vet, though? Yes. Right, he's been in the NFL in this, for a minute. In this NFL, uh, yeah. If, uh, if you've been in the league five years, you're a vet. Is yeah. um, two, two franchises potentially a third? Your no. car, no, it's under contract yeah. that they're just taking, but but they could release them June first, and there's a dead cap hit, or or there's a very minimal cap hit, I believe. What about a Rogers for car swap? <laughs> That'll probably happen. Go go for it. No, I think that'd be, that'd be very Rod- it'd be Rod- interesting. Rod- it'd be so interesting. Rod- Him and Devontae Adams back Devontae. together. It'd be they're awesome. Back together, man. That'd be, that, that'd that be was awesome. The next, that no. was the chaos creator. Oh yes. my. God, That's what I'm no. Where's Aaron Rodgers going? Where's he going? He's going to Pebble Beach and he's gonna live out there and stay out there for the rest he of his no. life. He no, he's going to, to the Jets, man. He's gonna go to the Jets for two no. years and then, then the Vikings are gonna get him. He's following the Packers quarterbacks. That's that's the future now for, for, for Packers quarterbacks. You have so, a, you have a you have a, a record setting career for your for the, for the Packers, then you go to the Jets for a couple years, then you retire in Minnesota. And Kirk Cousins will be out of Minnesota by then. So. <laughs> oh, do we think Jordan loves the new starter in Green Bay if yeah. Aaron Rodgers is gone? I'd love for it to happen. Is he on your dynasty league? Yes. <laughs> I had a feeling that was going. Um, another quarterback who did retire, Tom Brady. You think it's final, Jacob? Is he done? Is he hanging up the hat? Yeah, I don't want to be sentimental or anything. Don't cry now, Jacob. It's it, okay. It's- it's a, it's a safe space. <laughs> so, like, for those of you that know, like, listening to the episode, like, that I'm a Patriots fan, and everybody, like, dogs Die me. They dog me because they just think I'm a Patriots fan because of Tom Brady. And I have to explain that, yes, Tom Brady was, like, starting, you know, of course, when I was Tom Brady is a monumental person in your yeah, childhood I mean, development. That's a, is he yes. a father figure for you. No, no, he's not. I'm no, I don't want his lips on my lips. I'm good. Um, so, so oh. I mean, like, as far as the Patriots Jotting go, like, I will yep, always right that one down. <laughs> I will always be a Patriots fan, and it's like I'm grateful for what Tom Brady did for the organization for 20 years, but. I, I can't say that the only reason I'm a Patriot is because of Tom Brady. And if Tom Brady came back now, I don't think it would be the same as it was before. And, you know, everything is fine in the world. Do I think he should have retired when he left New England? Yes. I don't think he had any business going. But to he Tampa needed the villain the origin place. story. 
Dude, he's no. the villain of the he NFL. Doesn't need to be Thanos down there. And there's there's no need. After one year in Tampa, he he went down there and proved that he could do it. It was easy, piece of cake. All right, yeah, I should have retired then. He won the division yeah. with a losing record, we, and he lost his marriage. I, it just do we it, think he him and uh, Giselle get back no. together now? No, it's no. over. No, she's living it up with her trainer. Oh yeah, Dude, I think he's got a new girlfriend too. She he looks she looks just mm. like her. It's like that's fake, dude. That's fake. It's got to be. It is. It He's is. He's got a robot made of her that he keeps in his basement. <laughs> is that, it is, is that... so fake, bro. Yeah. Now, Tom, I think he's done. Did you see the sand? A bottle that of is sand so insane. Sold and for I'm proud of America because nobody's bid on it yet, so that's good. Yeah. I didn't okay. Sell. It they listed it at ninety grand. Yes. I didn't know no, that. that was, no, that was there were three bids. There were three bids placed. Oh man. I was proud of America for five minutes. (laughs) The dude could have just taken a picture there. Um, Like, well, I guess he did have the newspaper. I guess it's pretty legit, but it's sand. It's like buying somebody's bathwater. Give me a break. Um, Uh, Yeah, I think he's done. I think he's retired. If any of y'all want some sand from that spot, I'll bring y'all some back. You need (laughs) to go find it, Neil. You got to go find it. I'm sure. Find that spot? Yes. Get you some sand. Keep it in a nice no, jar. Neil, you need to you need to do a retirement speech from there as well. <laughs> Please do it. Uh, <laughs> do it. NASCAR Neil's retirement. Give a long-winded speech and say just word for I'm word. Back. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> see that if I have that, there's a good chance I'm gonna end up, end up with a with a rental car and I'll find that beach on that Saturday and and go go send y'all some videos for for, for the TikTok for y'all. That'd be perfect. NASCAR <laughs> Neil retires on the beach, and then it we cut to Psych. I'm coming back for another season of NASCAR, baby. Let's get into NASCAR. Hey, okay. Well, tell us what you saw today. We had the like preseason race. It is uh, actually still going on, on right now. Actually, wow, it that's is a long race. Yeah, it's uh, it's they're not counting uh, caution laps. It's you just over halfway. It was like on the uh, final lap. The so, other you know, how long so, does it take no, to go so, around a football stadium? So what long. it is though is this is. So the today's event, it's a uh, clash. It's a clash. It's filled, up until last year. It's always held at Daytona, part of Speed Weeks, kind of a preseason, kind of warm-up kind of thing going into the season. But but this is the second year they've done it at the L.A. Coliseum. They built a quarter-mile track inside there. Looks beautiful, you know. But for this event, they're kind of going back to the roots of short track racing, grassroots racing, where they had uh, four heat races where the top five people moved on to the final. Then they had two – like last chance, if you didn't make the thing, then you got a chance to race your way in kind of situation. That's what, that's what I texted you earlier. It was the end of the second last chance qualifying. But now they're in the main event, which started a little while ago. They yeah. did a halftime, little halftime in the mid midway with a concert for, from Wiz Khalifa. They did a concert at, <laughs> at a NASCAR? I have Wiz a better solution at LA. So this is, no, 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 I will say this. This is, this is at the LA Coliseum. So they had it's, Wiz Khalifa did the halftime. Man. At a NASCAR yes. show, it's like did Ray they, Shamar did the, uh, the halftime show at the Super Bowl. At the, uh, so, so last year they had Pitbull. I mean, they had Pitbull, Pitbull last year. But right. Pitbull's also, but granted, but granted, the Pitbull is a is a NASCAR team owner. But hold on, let's take a step back here. I think we all know the general consistency of who watches NASCAR. General population, you know, the. Uh, I'm going with like Luke Combs out there or something. You know, uh, big country I mean, singer. I mean, like. a lot of the pre-race shows are country singers. Like of the three races I went to last year, two of them, the pre-race show was country. Of, Wiz of, Khalifa of the 
and Pitbull for the halftime show in NASCAR. Uh, Winning in LA, man. Uh, but but it's also LA though. Like I mean, uh, it's true. It's true. I think I think also last year they had Ice Cube. I think. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <What is laughs> but LA though. So we're talking it, about a, oh, this. This might get a little dicey here. Um, <laughs> we might get canceled for this, but we're talking about a show or a uh, sport that used to have Confederate flags at the races, and now they got Ice Cube performing. But it's, but it's LA though, so you got to think about the market you're in. It's you the know? live golf of NASCAR. You're trying no, but to, it's, but it's but it's so it's still like it, it's bring the but, gaps together. Yeah, I mean it's it's I don't know they whoever they had for the, love it. the love for it. the pre-event show. I had no idea who they were. This are some rapper, and the first song was the same words for over and over again. And it was like, okay. If we're going to do that for NASCAR, then we need to have like orchestra, like symphony orchestras for football halftime shows and like, like just whip out the symphony. They're already having Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, there will be. All right. Neil. But then Pro Bowl, it's boring. People don't like it. It's flag football. Mm-hmm. NASCAR is playing hey, in a football it. stadium. I think we know the obvious solution here. Have a race going on with a football game going on in the infield. The uh, in hey, the infield. hey, hey, you can do that. I mean, at Bristol, I mean, that a few years ago, they had that. Uh, no, no, Tennessee I want the, the, the football stadium track. I want the tiny track. <laughs> that would be awesome. But I mean, I mean it's over here, wait. Oh yeah, you but, like a basketball game that would have to. I mean, I mean, and this is something like the one thing anymore. They have to be uh, watching like two screens. Can you I'm gonna say this though about this event though, compared to last year, like they are because last year there was a whole part shortage going into the season. Teams were being scared to break anything. It's also the first race with this new with with, with the newer car, but this year because 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 they, they have all the parts spare parts, they are beating and banging, making moves. Last night during practice, there was a. Banging. Is that, the, I mean, is that the terminology we need to start saying for NASCAR? Because I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Get that is – that is. I mean, I mean, that is the only thing, you know. Chet, there's a race not far from you that, that mean you need to go to this year in March. Let's do it. It's down, oh, it's down is Austin. It, is it Dakota. March 15th? I'm kind of busy that weekend. I don't know when it is in March. No, no, no it's not that weekend. Things weekend after, I think, actually. Or March 17th. I'm, I'm busy that night. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm with you that night. But uh, <laughs> but but it's around that it's, – it's not – it's around that time, though. But – uh. But I will say this is the big year for NASCAR. It's their 75th anniversary as an organization. So, so they're trying to bridge the gaps between but the it's, Confederate flags that used to fly and have an ice cube as your halftime. Years. Hey, you can hey, bring sp- back the original vehicles. Like, have uh, out there but the hey, Chet, speaking of your point, though, our current race leader is Bo Wallace right now at the, at the class right now. Boom. So, NASCAR scripted too. No further comments. <laughs> yeah. no, but, but I mean, we're tiptoeing the line here. No, but I mean, I, I was Tyler's probably like, the only one with professional training in this regard, so he's not here. Everything. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, I mean, I mean, it's very exciting. I'm excited. You know, it's you know, it's I mean, instead of the anniversary, the actual anniversary of the famed meeting at the at the hotel in, 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 in Daytona Beach was back in December. It was a I saw a bunch, a bunch of articles talking about it because it's 75 years. That's a big big anniversary for an organization you know they yeah. came out with this awesome new logo huge fan of it. it's their it's a diamond logo with with with, with their normal striped stripe style of the, the diamond really cool looking but nfl just hit 50 huh was, or a few years ago no 100 I mean, yeah yeah that's yeah yeah that's what it's yeah, 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 yeah so, that was 100 is a big deal Neil, yeah. I saw something about nascar bands chase stains hail melon move yes what is that i was going to get into that later on 
and I, 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 I later on thing talk about some rule changes, but I was start off though. We had we had a lot of driver changes this offseason. It's kind of exciting. Some crazy ones like like Kyle Busch, the famed Rowdy, is changing manufacturers after his very long run at Joe Gibbs Racing to RCR. I know we kind of talked on it last year when yeah, it happened, was, but uh, Mike, Michael Jordan owns it or something. No, no, or, or no, actually, no, no. That's that's a different driver. That's the next list, okay. which is which is uh, Tyler Reddick, who's who's that's seat. Right. Kyle Busch is replacing is going to 45, which which last year was ran by uh, Kurt Busch until he got in a bad wreck during 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 qualifying at Pocono had to, and had to retire. But he's going there. He's actually doing he's, he's doing not bad. I mean, I like the guy. He's he, he's one of the guys I follow closely. You know, you got AJ Almadinger, who is known as the road course ringer. Uh, he's going back full time. He's a full ringer. That's what he's called. The dude's road can, course ringer. What a because name. it's an it's an old term back in the day. When they didn't run a lot of road courses, teams would bring in one guy to run the road courses to try to get you points and stuff back in the day. So it kind like of stuck around. The, the the dudes the dudes are a phenomenal road course racer. He should he should have won a race last year running part time for this team till he got so, spun out. Explain but, road course. What does that mean? It's more like like, a, like street racing. No, no road course is just like not ovals. This is not ovals. You know NASCAR run typically not ovals. It's like oh, it's when they're. Yeah, okay. With I got, I left, got some turns. Well, you got to right turn turns. right. Yeah, you got to yes. turn yes. right, actually. Yes. They have <laughs> six of those on the schedule. They are running a road course, a street course in Chicago this year, 4th of July weekend. They're closing down the streets of Chicago and letting them. Do it. Do that's it race. Gonna be crazy. It, it's going to be bizarre. I don't know. How I'm fast do you go in those races? Uh, I mean, can't be top speed. I mean, I, I, you can get 100, you know, on straightaways. And it's like a diamond shaped almost. It's a very it's it's like a diamond or a figure or so 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 so, 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 so not diamond. It's a it's a figure eight, but they don't actually cross over like the turns back up to back up to each other kind of. Okay, but, I, I guess so. But then, that's, that's uh, cool. yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of it personally. I don't like. Is that it a Chicago Land Speedway? No, 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 this is in downtown in Chicago. Downtown Chicago by the river. Oh, Fourth of July weekend. Yikes! That's yeah, it's gonna be. That is gonna cool. be an issue, man. Somebody's <laughs> I mean, gonna get hit. Some uh, poor bystander. I mean, they are shutting down the roads, putting, bringing the safer barriers from. Okay. You know, bringing the so safer barriers. Like, it's these... like Formula One Grand Prix style. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, similar to how like that with with the IndyCar series, they do one in Asheville, they do one in, in LA in, cool. in in LA. Well, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I feel like I, I'm not a big road course racer fan. I'm not a big road course fan in general. So like street course, definitely. Uh, but Neil, you like dirt track? I do love dirt track. That's not very traditional. It is very traditional though. It's very very traditional. In in the roots of the sport, but but another but another big news though is Jimmy Johnson, the famed seven time champion, and arguably to me one of the top two drivers of all time. He's in my list as number two all time. Bought an ownership stake. At what is what was formerly Petty GMS, it's now Legacy Motor Club. Which not a, the name's kind of out Jimmy there. Johnson yeah. is like one of the top dogs, and now didn't uh, you say that can delay his Hall of Fame entrance? I, I'm in the opinion it should because he is planning on running select races. Like he's trying to qualify for Daytona this year. He's actually trying to qualify for it this year. So I he was retired though. He, he, he was retired. They he, allow him to like race golf. Certain he ones. can come back. Uh, I okay. mean, it's it's like I mean. I mean, like, it's one of those things, like, you know, if you can find a team that they'll put you in a car, you know, he bought an ownership stake. They haven't said how much of it is, but 
He's kind of taking over the face of it. The Petties are getting – Richard Petty's getting old. That's dude, who I'm thinking of, Richard Petty. Yeah, with Richard the Petty, cowboy hat and the yes. heck of a mustache. Yeah, he, he bought yeah. into that team. Petties don't own much of it. They're more like a face, speaking of it. You know, I mean, this is the first time season since the founding of NASCAR that the name Petty, Petty has not been on a race car, NASCAR, since the founding. I'm going to tell you, Neil, my NASCAR knowledge goes back to when I owned NASCAR 06 for my PlayStation 2. And I used to play, I used to play that, so I'm I'm all about getting into NASCAR this season and learning hey, what's hey, going with, on. Hey, remember, text me like I'm all guys that I don't really yeah. mix, mix much races. Another big news is Kevin Harvick is retiring this year. Uh, uh, the, the, the two-time champion at Stewart Haas, over the four car and the famous Bush Light car, very iconic sponsor of the okay. sport lately. That, that's that's Chew's car right there, <laughs> the Bush Light car. Yeah, he's he's retiring. It also got announced just a couple hours ago that he's going into the Fox booth next year. As their as their uh, third full time pe- person, so with NASCAR is that pretty common when you have a when you have a former driver become an announcer like it is with football? Uh, uh, it's it's pretty common. Like every NASCAR, they like to have a driver in the booth and they like to have a crew chief, that the former crew chief then cut to. NASCAR is unique where half the season is done by Fox, the other half NBC, and they each have their booth style. Like right now with Fox, the last last year and this year they're doing it where they have Mike Joy, which is the legendary voice of NASCAR. If you've ever heard, he's very famous. He's been calling races for almost 30 years. You know, the dude's very iconic voice and thing. He's in there with Clint Boyer, who retired uh, three years ago from from Stewart House Racing. He retired. Goofy kind of guy. And then he did a year with Jeff Gordon. Then Jeff Gordon stepped aside to take a bigger role on on the ownership side. But then now they got – but then now you got Kevin Harvest driving in. He's done some Xfinity races on Saturdays when they're at the track. You know, mm-hmm. on you know Saturdays that they're done, that they like to try to bring some of those guys in the booth just to try them out, kind of thing for the yeah, give them a little he, audition. Yeah, they, he, he does a good job. Them. I like him. I, he's, I think he does a good job. He's very smart. You know, he just. But so I'm excited for that. You know, it's 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 a big deal, and he's and he's actually for him though. He was he's the last driver to ever drive in the Winston era, which is the which is the historic era. Winston was a sponsor until mm-hmm. they banned cigarette sponsorships, and also. Make that bag, man. Bring it back. But also, yeah. some people don't realize that Newports, time. baby. Let's go. But <laughs> he had one of the toughest – he was put in one of the toughest positions in the history of NASCAR. He had to hop in the 23 car to replace Senior after Senior died. Dang. He, I saw after Senior, after Senior died in 01, that team, they took a couple races off, and then he was the, he was the driver. He was driving the Xfinity Series for that team at the time, and they tapped him to take over. And – I think it was the That's first or second race back for that. He won Atlanta for that team. And it was a healing moment for the sport after yeah. a one, you know, but still. But yeah. But I mean, I'm excited. You know, it's we got some other things. I'm I'm curious for this season to kind of preview the season a little bit on that side is is will the parody continue? Last year we had 17 different winners, you know. Hey, it's better for the sport. Mix but the year before you had what, Harvick or Hamlin? Was it Hamlin that won the majority of your event? Uh uh, it was Larson. Larson won like ten races that year. Yeah, but, it was, it was, but it was it was a COVID year. It was a COVID year. Hamlin yeah, and Harvick both. Shortened. Yeah. No, 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 no. They ran a full season, but but they like like but they're racing like like you know Sunday, Wednesday, Sundays. You know, mm. very condensed. Staying in in the Carolinas, but they went to Darlington like twice in a two week period. You know, how many races are there? There are 36, 36 uh, point paying races. Kind of championship. There's two ex- two uh, non point paying races, which is gotcha. a class today. And then the um, and then the All Star race in the summer, 
which okay. getting to that though, it's my next point out of this. Going back to North Wilkes-Barre Speedway for the All-Star Race this year, which is a is legendary – What? Is it tackle or flag? No. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a full short track race. It's, you know – See, NFL, they go all in. See, dude, I mean, now, dude, to, to win the race, do you have to knock them off the track? No, like flag uh, football? I, mean, I will say, though, I, I went to the All-Star Race last year because it was the weekend I moved to Texas last year, and they did yeah, it, they, and they did it Texas and stuff. Uh, but this year, they're going back to Wilkes-Barre, which is – which they a campaign started. It's North Carolina, North Wilkesboro, famous, famous track, short track that Dale Jr. convinced them to revitalize. And they did a month of, of, of like local series racing, late models, super late models, that kind of stuff. They did that last year for a month. They did a month of racing there. And it did so well that they announced they're doing the All Star Race there, which is awesome. Do the All Star Race there. It's not going to pay points and it's not going to be a full field race. Go somewhere cool like that, you know. Do something different, you know. Similar to the Clash, like the, I'm cool with the Clash being at LA because it's not point paying. It doesn't really matter if it racing is bad, but go for that. I'm excited for that. You know, it's gonna be fun, you know. And then Chet, you asked me to go to the hell mail. Yeah, the, the hell mail. Hell mail. Uh, so that was the nickname given by Jeff Gluck, who's a who's an NASCAR reporter for the move he made at Martinsville Speedway last year, where he ran the wall around corners of three and four at Martinsville to get in the playoffs. The, to, uh, oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. that when he yeah. just smokes it and just yeah. Yeah. around everybody. Yeah. 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 That, that was the name they called that. Uh, they didn't actually make a rule change. They just said that falls under an existing rule of, of an unsafe action. Makes sense. Because, because no, no, That's no, but like, true. <laughs> no, but like, but, but, but like it falls under the, you know, the intentional that could cause, like, you know, that's, I mean, that could have very well gone really wrong, especially if you ever look up Mike Harmon's wreck at Bristol, hitting the entry gate at Bristol, where the guy gets the guy almost the guy gets car explodes, or Michael Waltrip's hit at Bristol. Like it's if you hit that, there's a gate in the corner there. If you hit it a tad wrong, you can very well die easily, especially if you've got a car, a lot, think, lot of cars around you. I think that that you should be allowed to do that move because if you're crazy enough to pull it off, you should be able to reap the benefits. Uh, it's. But I mean, and, it, and that was a one in a million chance. The other major rule change, which I am dying for, I've been a big fan of them doing it. I'm so excited. Is they're removing the stage caution at road courses this year? Okay. Which, which y'all, y'all don't understand this, but in NASCAR races, two races, the races split up into three stages. The the 600 has four stages to make it even number. Uh, but it's pretty much they. Uh, if you finish the top ten, you get points from 10 going down to, you know, based on where you finish and stuff. And then, and then they throw a yellow and they, and everybody generally goes into pits. But the last few years at road courses, they noticed because of the length of those races, people would, would kind of game the system where they'd pit early because of those mm-hmm. races are so long that you wouldn't lose a lap if you pitted early kind of thing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but now they decided this year, they're going to ended up, uh, they're going to wave a green, white checker uh, or, or, or a green, white checker flag at the at the end of the stage and stay green but the one through ten still gets their points but there's no caution there so it's going to put more strategy into it i'm excited especially at some tracks where a caution lap takes 15 minutes because it's just such a long track and you're only going so slow yeah so it helps speed things up and and it's like to me like i hated how drivers would would try to like game the you know the 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 term they call the short pitting where you you know try to pit ahead so you're where, 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 like, say you pitted early on one, 
that it puts your head after two, you know, kind of thing. It's just kind of a way to set you up where you're at the end. But now they're just going to wave the flag and you do it, which which I'm excited for that. You know, it's going to be fun. But but then Daytona. It's yeah, two weeks. I'm excited for you to go to Daytona, hopefully. I'm uh, that's, that's some hinging on, on, on the – what do you call it? On the track action. I'm I'm excited. It's just one of the things um, I, I work for – my company I work for, I have an office in Tampa and they're – Talks about me coming down there for some work, you know, here in the here in the, in the next week or in the, here next week, and and I'll go for another two weeks or or one week. And if I go for two weeks, I'll be there over that gap weekend. It's a two and a half hour drive. I'll rent me a car and make it over there for Sunday action, and then drive back on drive back late that night, you know, you know, for work on Monday. But but yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a fun year. And with with Daytona is, uh, we actually have a lot of open cars trying to qualify and a lot of big name people trying to get into the race. Where with Daytona, because it's such a big name race, a lot of teams that don't run full time, they're not with the 36 charter teams, they'll try to make it into the race. And and what how they do it is you have qualifying and two open cars can get on, on speed qualifying alone because they run a 40 car field. But then two people have to get in during what they call the duels, which is I think Wednesday or Thursday night, it's two miniature races with everybody runs in, and then the highest finishing open car from each race gets in. And this year you have some big names like Jimmy Johnson's trying to get in. The dude's seven-time yeah. champion. He's trying to get in. You know, Travis Pastrana. They don't have like an exemption if you're a champ- nope. previous champion. Uh, Wait, they Travis have Pastrana is trying to switch over to NASCAR? Uh, he switched back to NASCAR. He ran NASCAR years ago. Okay. Uh, he's he got a he's, he's running for 2311, which is Michael Jordan's team and stuff. that They run the open car. And so he's, so he's going to be trying to get in. Hopefully he's he's he can drive a car, so hopefully he'll be able to get in on speed, maybe. But with their weird testing rules, his his first lap in the car is is going to be qualifying. Oh wow! Yeah. Because well, because they're doing he's no, got to be on his on on point. I mean, they're simulator. I mean, I mean, I mean, he can be in the simulator doing simulator work, but it's you know, and he's and it's one of the things where he's always wanted to do it. His sponsor for everything else is 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 is, is, is going to sponsor it for him. You know, the sponsors him. And all those other activities are sponsoring it. They're already a sponsor in the sport already for Noah Gragson. So it's for, you know, it isn't that big a deal for them on that end. But but then you also have people like you know, like 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 uh Timmy Hill is, is trying to get in, who's a experienced Xfinity car driver. Usually talent could, could get in with a on a on a on on what is practically a third RCR car, you know. You got a couple other big name big name people in the lower series that are that are gonna be running in that have experience in NASCAR that are gonna be Trying to qualify, so the duel is going to be interesting because because it'd just be insane to have Jimmy Johnson not make the right. main event. You know, like the dudes. I mean, that is Jimmy Johnson. Like, what do you expect? You know, do you really expect him not to make the show? Like, how you know? How can you allow that to happen? You know, or Pastrana because like Pastrana's already driving, bringing a lot of eyeballs from his from his side of things. You know, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. You know, there's and some of the other smaller names, people like who I've known, I've, I've watched in the lower series. You know, it's going to be exciting. You know, it's. I, it's it's gonna be a fun week, and if if, if I get the opportunity to go, I'm yeah. Have I'm a blast. excited be, if you get down there to to go and maybe get some sand from Tom Brady's beach and yeah, good ticket to Daytona. And I mean, like I mean, it's one of those things. You know, that's a bucket list for me. You know, it's like it's you know, and tell your like, company you gotta go. You you all no, want to go. I mean, it's one of those things. Like you know, it's one of you know, it's one of those. You know, I mean, that if I'm happy to be there for the weekend, I'll do it. I don't know. Hopefully, I'll know more this week whenever they tell me. What I'm actually going because Neil's Neil's volunteering for everything. Just just send oh, 
Oh, I, I'm always about like, you know, but yeah, like I'm excited. I'm trying to go to my goal is to go to three races a year. That's my kind of my goal now that I'm, you know, they have to, you know, I'm going to go to the fall race up, up, over my house. I may go home to Nashville on my birthday because they're racing there on my birthday. Then mm-hmm. maybe me and you, Chad, we'll, we'll go to the one down in Austin. That'll be cool. That'll I mean, be, it's, be a fun I time. mean, that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful track. It's a road course. So it's not like the true NASCAR side, but it's, but oh, it's, so it's the one I now know it's not a, a street court. race. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, I think it I mean, should be a street race. Just throw about I mean, there. I mean, if you want to go to an oval, Chet, you want to go to an oval, come up, come no, up my house this fall. I want to see a street race, man. I mean, I, I mean, somebody. I mean, and, and that's a beautiful track. The, the, the ticket gets you in. You can walk around where you can, you can go bring, bring your own chair in and sit wherever you want. It's a pretty cool experience. You know, I got a guy that I, that sat behind me at the last race I went to. He's like, say, Hey, I'm going, you should, we should go. I'm like, I might have to come. I might reach you down there, you know. But yeah, yeah, it should be fun. That's cool. Yeah, well, but, we're excited for the NASCAR season. We're excited to have you on throughout the season, kind of give us updates and yeah. go from there. Yeah, um, I'm excited to do. Let's hop into real quick a little bit of basketball talk. You know, Kyrie Irving made headlines this week demanding a trade. He's off to Dallas. Him and Luca are the new backcourt for the Mavericks. Maybe Neil and I will make it or to Dallas to see a Mavericks game. Mark Cuban, if you're listening, hit us up. Um, but yeah, I was I was figured Kyrie was going to the Lakers. Fudge, you didn't want him going to your Grizzlies, but did you see him going to Dallas? Um, no, I didn't see him going to Dallas. Um, I don't think well, call me crazy, but I don't think it changes anything in Dallas. Um, they didn't solve any problems. I, I don't think they solved any just issues added that another they, piece they have puzzle. in Dallas. They just they added another guard. I think the Nets actually won the trade, to be honest with you. They get Dorian Finney-Smith, who is, uh, you know, a really good two-guard in Dallas, good role player. Uh, they, you know, they get Spencer Dinwiddie. He's going back to the Nets. Uh, I feel like he's been excellent... on that team like yeah. four times. Yeah, and he's and he's an excellent, you know, guy off the bench, and he's kind of the the captain of the bench, will you say. Uh, but I think that they won in the deal, but I, it seems a little weird that there's two draft picks in there for 2029, but whatever. Looking uh, far ahead there. Yeah, we're, we're looking we're pretty have far it. ahead for the Nets. But The NBA it, might be gone by 2029. Yeah, Who knows if they're even around? Yeah, yeah. But it, uh, it just seems like Brooklyn won on that deal, and I think it's probably setting up for KD to leave next, but I think uh, – I just don't think that they solved any problems in Dallas. They need size, and they don't have a uh, good size underneath that skill with size. I guess I'll say because uh, right now yeah, Chris, all it is is Christophe. because what you're doing, what you're doing is you know Luca was your best player on the team, obviously your guy that was really the only guy on the team that was producing any amount of points. Dallas isn't going to win games unless he scores forty plus in a game. All you've done is taken the ball out of Lucas yeah. hands, put it Kyrie's in Kyrie's hands. Gonna... You're running clock off. Kyrie's not going to give up the ball, you know, every trip down the floor uh, to Luca. That's just not how it's going to go. I think Dallas could suffer from this. Uh, to be honest with you, I they're probably make they well. I'll say they make the play in, uh, but I just I think it hurts them. Yeah, I don't know why you'd want. If you have playoff aspirations, why would you want to bring in a distraction when you don't need a ball handler? <laughs> Can Kyrie Irving even play in all the stadiums? Yes. I know he's been a big thing with the – he wouldn't get the COVID vaccine and 
Big. It's all been lifted. There. No, hey, okay. he's home free in Texas. That's true. <laughs> uh, other basketball news before we get into it, though, we got to say who's bringing us this basketball news is our friends over at SeatGeek. If you, uh, I've got to, I've got to read for it. So give me a second because we got to make sure we make it official here. Um, but live sports are great on television, but the feelings of being in, at the arena is a priceless experience. And for this game, I'm about to mention, you're going to want to be in the arena. That's where our friends at SeatGeek come in. They're here to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, but you can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Me and Neil, when we go to that NASCAR race, probably going to use SeatGeek. Um, but now you can save with our promo code, BellyUpSports. You get $20 off your first purchase. All you have to do is go over to SeatGeek.com and our, our promo code, BellyUpSports, one word. And you at checkout, and you save twenty dollars off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. So the event that I'm uh, learning to is the number one ranked South Carolina Lady Gamecocks taking on now the number two ranked LSU Lady <laughs> Tigers. Super Bowl Sunday, one o'clock. The LSU beat A and M today. South Carolina, I think, won. Stanford lost. They were the previous number two. So now that that uh, aims for LSU to move number two, we got a one versus two matchup to end the season on Super Bowl Sunday. Wade, I'm not going to talk to you that day because you're a South Carolina Gamecock, <laughs> and I can't have that bad juju messing with our Lady Tigers here. LSU's got the opportunity to go undefeated. That is the last game. I'm not. No, no, this up they still game. have some more games. I thought this was the last game. No. Oh, I was about to say they have the opportunity to go undefeated. They still have like ten the games. There's no way. Yeah, they've got the They're rest like of 17 they got the They got to play like 30 games. Are you serious? Yeah. They've, they've only got five more games after this. Okay. You got South Carolina at Sunday at one, then Ole Miss, Florida, Vanderbilt, and Mississippi State. Um, It's going to be a oh, duel. It, Presumably, be- they'll be playing for the SEC championship as well, yeah. and we'll both be one seed. So, really kind of sets up to be almost a potential best out of three series. Um, yeah between those two teams, but it's good. Good for the SEC to, you know, uh, have one and two. Yeah. The one and two and just to really be the consistent brand for women's basketball. We saw Mississippi state kind of come out of nowhere. We saw South Carolina come out of nowhere. It was always UConn. And uh, it's good to see them putting some resources and money into it. And I mean, if you win, the fans will come. Uh, LSU packed the house the other day and, they're selling uh, out really the women's games more than they're selling out the men. They're yeah. not even selling out the men's games. <laughs> hypothetical, uh, hypothetical. If they run the table, they go undefeated. They win women's March Madness. They don't mm-hmm. lose, and they're undefeated. Perfect season. Does this team beat? You know. Like a like the really good UConn like you I'm sorry UConn yes. teams. Yeah, like, this uh, would, this to me if, if I'm in the opinion if they do this though it would probably put Mulkey number two best women's coach of all time at this point to win championships at different schools like this and to win the was a three she went at Baylor like it kind of wants to put her above the UConn coach. I mean, in maybe above Pat Summit, which is for me somebody who grew up during the Pat Summit era in Tennessee. That's Almost sacrilegious. No matter how much I hate Tennessee, that is sacrilegious I mean, for you to say that. See, no. see I, I despise is. Tennessee athletics, but 
as the two of them could detest, I despise Tennessee sports athletics, you know, the University of Tennessee sports. But Patson was just magical. But she is that good, though, I think. And her I to do this in year two at a new program, that was – That was horrible. That was bottom, 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 bottom horrible. It, I mean, that says something, you know. I mean, there, I there's mean a don't big... we have a player who who, who hasn't had a – is that a, is that a double double every game this season? Yes, every Angel Reese. She had one today. Yes, it's insane. She's insane. So insane. there's a big controversy right now for you know Louisiana politics. Always just crazy, crazy, cor- you know, corrupt going always on a whole bunch of stuff in the way. Um, you know, it's supposed to be Dale Brown Court in the PMAC, and now the governor is involved, and they're going to name it Dale Brown Sue Gutter Court, who was a famous women's coach. If Kim Mulkey wins the championship this year and they go undefeated. I'm sorry, but see you later, Dale Brown. See you later, Sue Gunter. She deserves to be on the court. She's the only one that's won a national championship in that arena. Put her name on I the mean, court. I mean, also, you throw the fact, though, that's, that's part of why she left Baylor was because they took the naming rights from her. Exactly. So put her on the court. If she comes in yeah. and goes undefeated, clean sweep. So, I, I mean, mean she was. I mean, she's something. Everybody a statue. She's <laughs> something else. But, I mean, I, I, will say, <laughs> I will say though, she is. She's she's such a fiery person all around. Like that I, I oh, met her awesome. once or twice. Oh, she's awesome. Uh, she came by the back when I was back, back when I was back when I was working at LSU. She came by one day, or I was at the stage. She came in for something. She was really nice, but she was fiery like like she was on the court. Oh, like, she's super fiery. But I'm like, but I'm like, like I'm here for her because she's that good though. You know, and, and I'm not a basketball you. person. I hit basketball, but I've almost watched some of those games this year. No, almost gotta... watched some of the games. Well, if there's one to watch, it's next Sunday. <laughs> it's Sunday at one, at one o'clock. That's for I'll sure. Be, I mean, I'll be driving home, but, but I may, might throw on my phone maybe listen to it. Oh, another question for you. If this woman's team, like Jacob said, clean slate, wins the national championship, Kim Mulkey, best coach of all time, gets named on the court, um, as she should. Wait, I noted it down. We're making that into TikTok. Take it, uh, whatever your name is, uh, Louisiana Governor. Uh, what's his name? John. John. John Bell Edwards. Yeah, Bell Edwards okay. should be Kim Mulkey Court, not not this other stuff. Um, is this team? Who? Which one's remembered better? I guess uh, maybe that's wrong. Which team is held in a higher bracket at LSU? Twenty nineteen LSU football. Or 2023 or 2022, 2023 LSU women's basketball. Oh, come on. Don't make us do this. Could, could you say it, that they're not, the no, same level? They're, no. they're, it's, just, it's just, it's, it's slightly below because it's a sport that no one traditionally cares about. And Neil breaks the ice. <laughs> yeah, he's got a point, but I think Kim Mulkey is changing the oh, conversation yeah. about women's basketball. LSU fans like watching winning product and they will support any team with. You know anybody from any background, and, and that's really nice. But football definitely reigns supreme. I think this puts the them on the same in the same conversation, though. No, it makes them the best in school history. Yes. So, in that, that regard, in that regard, shit, yes, because yeah. because because we consider 19 LSU the best LSU team of all time. You know, and then you know, football wise, this team would would obviously be the best women's team of LSU of all time. You know, so yeah. In that and regard, yes, but accomplishment in its own right, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think but I think it's gonna be tough to run the table through through the tournament because that gets grueling, you know. I think you put team. Joe Burrow and Kim Mulkey shaking hands outside the outside the PMAC. But it is, if anything, uh, if they're deciding who to name it, they should name it Shaquille O'Neal Court. He's best thing to come out, or I guess Ben Simmons, number one pick. Name it Ben Simmons Court if you're if you're going by that logic. I don't know. That's a little crazy. 
I'm still in the camp of knocking down the PMAC, making it a tailgate area, and putting the basketball arena where the track stadium is. Yeah, just but, build a whole new one. We already, already know the PMAC stadium on is River Road. old and yeah. Ooh. But all right, let's get into. We got one last thing, two last things. We got our dog of the weeks. Here's the intro. Dog of the week. We'll kick it off with Tyler since he's not here. He messaged me. He's got Cam Thomas put up 44 points coming off the bench for the Brooklyn Nets. Will probably be the starting point guard now that Kyrie's got the boot. Uh, And I'm going with Jalen Ramsey in the Pro Bowl, laying the heat on Tyree Kill. Forgot it was a flag football game. Really wasn't on purpose, but it looked cool. Knocks him out. Fudge, who's your dog of the week? Uh, my dog of the week, I'll stay in the NFL football realm, and I'm going to go with Derek Carr, uh, not only for wearing NFL gear instead of uh, Raiders gear, uh, but for also his comments during the skills competition the other night uh, when asked by um, Ryan Clark that uh, he's like, have you ever been this hot You know, in, in Vegas? Because, of course, the skills competition was in there their training facility there and uh that was their said, training facility i think that was their in their training facility i think it was in, in the indoor. stadium no it was the training facility oh today t- i'm sorry today was the, stadium. the skills yes, company was yeah. the but uh his comments with ryan clark after he was asked uh if he's ever been that hot in vegas and his response was uh no probably he said uh no probably not so that's why he's leaving so uh mm-hmm. I-, I thought that was a a pretty well, ballsy move by him, yeah. and I said that 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 is perfect. So uh, he's he's my dog of the week. Wait, who you got? I'll keep it in the uh, the Pro Bowl realm. I'm gonna go Trey Hendrickson because the only Pro Bowl action I watched, I watched him catch five punts in the air, uh, or I'm sorry, five footballs in his hands uh, catching a punt, uh, and um, I just can't imagine gripping five footballs while fielding a punt that's like oh at one time oh i hate yeah. to break this to you wait that's neil does it on a daily a lot, basis a lot, no no i'm saying a lot of people can do that i uh, well a lot I of our, everybody else fail at four so <laughs> shout out the trend hit trey right, i'm just saying like, trey hendrickson the d lineman on the bank yeah they had all the big guys fielding punts and every okay, time that's they the ball they had, to, they had to keep it and he i mean did, it's uh five times. he's got a broken hand uh Neil, yeah. last but not least, as a guest, who's your dog of the week? Uh, I'm going a little out of the, out of the way here, and, I'm, and I, I could have regret this in at a half hour. I'm going with Ryan Priest right now. This dude, first race in Cup, is currently leading the class right now with with about 40, uh, 44 laps to go. The dude's was towards the back to start with, and's got away up front. And has been and has defended on three restarts now. So we love if, an if, underdog. If, I mean, yeah. if he this, and he was kind of a situation was that. One of the team owners said, I want him in there, and the two owners got in a fight over who was going to drive that car, and he ended, cool. up, ended up going into the car and replacing somebody else. So, like, it's the dude's currently currently first right now with, with no real help around him. So, if he pulls this off, it would be a crazy underyard story here. So, that's my guy right now. He's been – I've, I've been watching – I've been watching my phone while we're recording most of the day. There you go. Here. But it's, he's coverage. been really good. So, like, it's – so, yeah, that's we'll my guy. See. We'll see if he finishes out. In other news, before we get to our famed TMZ Sports segment of the week, Wade and I cashed again <laughs> for the cut. We had Kevin Streelman, uh, <clears throat> Colm Taron, Joel Damon, 
and Kevin Kisner to make the cut in the ATT, uh, AT&T Pro-Am. Uh, all four of them were way outside the cut line after the first I was day. not an optimist for they, this one. <laughs> it was like plus, plus five, plus four, plus three, plus one were their scores. Cut line ended up being minus one, and we squeaked in on day three. Colin Terrence shot seven under or something like that to, to make the cut. So me and Wade making money. Keep it rolling. We're going to do it again next week. Um, oh yeah, the I, I, I got the got the uh, fun term this week. We can with the waste management. Yeah, the waste management this coming weekend. That's always my favorite tournament. And you got the it's, Super Bowl. And you got be, LSU South Carolina. People a, go to SeatGeek. Use code Belly Up Sports. Yeah, use SeatGeek code for uh, for us for the Super Bowl. If we get ten percent, that'd be a nice little kickback. It, yeah, Ooh. really, really. <laughs> uh, you know, there another you. thing you should use. It's fanatics. You should head to our link, get your waste management gear, get your uh, LSU gear, get your Super Bowl gear. You know, we we threw it out. I had a replica NASCAR. Replica NASCAR. Yeah. Everything. The whole car. You head yeah. over to fanatics.93n6tx.net slash sports scramble. Get all your team gear. And fanatics, of course, is bringing us this week's TMZ sports segment of the week. You've got. DeJounte Murray gifted huge box of Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce. Endless supply. Lifetime supply. Uh, he was given to it by one of the rookies. So that's got to be a pretty good rookie gift there. Apparently he's, a, he's obsessed with Chick-fil-A. He plays for the Hawks, right? Does he yes. play for the Hawks? So he's already in Atlanta right. in the home of Chick-fil-A. Polynesian man. He, you know they, they gave it to him it? at... Do what? Do you know why they gave it to him? Because he said he loved it. Well, not only that, but he hit the game winner last week. Oh, <laughs> look at him! Hit <laughs> the game winner, so they pay for play. <laughs> the wrapping paper is the Instagram comments on his post where he said somebody likes Chick Fil A. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah. So, congratulations, Dejounte Murray, with your Chick Fil A. He went from one of the calls. worst teams in the league to uh, getting. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Year, years worth supply of Chick-fil-A sauce. There you go. Sure, hey, that'll, that'll do it Chick-fil-A for you. Chick-fil-A sauce. Now, now, yeah, I, I'd be on for the Chick-fil-A sauce. Wow. Uh, not a huge fan of the Polynesian, but, you know, to each their own. I don't uh, know. But, I, I, that's good. Right. That's good. I like Chick-fil-A sauce better. Uh, but that's all I got. Uh, Neil, NASCAR Neil, we appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, we'll have you on throughout the season to break down the NASCAR news. And I'll see you next week. Uh, we go – to, to take down Wade and our bachelor party golf. Uh, I don't How know. do you know Neil's on your team? Because Neil I'm might thinking. be my first pick. Okay. First well, pick he, he's going to oh. rule my team. Uh, hey. Neil's the only one practicing for it. So, yeah, hey. Neil. I'm going, going to the beverage tomorrow after work for an hour. He's going to hit Send me some all film. Style. I'm going to be doing good. No, don't send Wade film because then no. Wade's going to pick you. We got, no, I send you film, doing. man. Wait, hey. you're, you're good. I'll help you out with your swing, Neil. You send it over to me. All right, I'll take the South Carolina team. Yeah, we got the the groom and the best man are going to be the team captains, and then we'll we'll pick from there. Uh, I thought that's, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I like so that. We'll, it's fun. Well, uh, of course, we won't have our show recorded on Sunday. We'll do it the day, probably the day after Super Bowl on Monday, break down the game. But we'll have our live watch party Sunday, five thirty on the YouTube channel. Come check it out. Um, of course, you can always find us. Uh, Tuesdays when we upload the YouTube and the audio, you can find coast, college football coast to coast live on Mondays. Jacob, we're sticking with that schedule as we go through the 
the off season? <clears throat> um, no, it's kind of all over the place right now. We probably won't record uh, tomorrow. It's kind of a hectic one. Uh, I've got the team to deal with and some other things. Got but, the hockey uh, team and Home Depot. Yeah, can't, so man can't catch a break. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it'll probably be on Tuesday. So look out Tuesday go. or Wednesday for that episode. Okay. Well, that's all I got. I appreciate everybody listening. We hope you all have a wonderful week.